0: Next on BYU Sports Nation, holy Yoli. The
1: basketball rivalry renews. Yoli Childs and the Cougars working on three straight wins over the Utes. And what is a fair expectation for Yoli in his first game back this season?
0: Plus, college basketball insider
1: Andy Katz is on board the BYU basketball tourney
2: train. Are you? Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Cast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now, from Studio B, your hosts, Spencer Linton and Jason Shepard. choo
0: choo your boogie BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store. Official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Happy Wednesday, December 4th, wherever and however you're connected. Great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with BYU
1: track and field backup hype man, Jason Shepard. I'll, I'll own that. That's good. I I personally do not have a hype man, so it would be it would be nice. You know, I'll, I will own that. Yeah, I had the opportunity to uh, to host the uh, Curtis Pugsley uh, BYU Track and Field Athlete of the Year Awards last night. Isn't this three years in a row? Three, for you? This is my third year. I love doing it every year. Last night was a blast. Uh, we will have more on who won coming up, but it's always a fun night, and especially when you're talking about a program that's coming off winning a national champion. I mean, first yeah. place. The men taking first place, winning the, the title, the women coming in second. It was just a fun night all the way around, and, and I'm always grateful that they invite me back to uh, to host the awards. Jason got some amazing swag
0: as well, some really short cross-country shorts. He got his baton. Um, some spikes are coming in the mail, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> so you can work on that 6.240. I may or may not be wearing the shorts right now. <laughs> You'll never know. That's why we have a desk here. That's why we
1: have a desk. What
0: you will know is that today's show lineup is loaded on a BYU basketball rivalry game day, including Jonathan Tavernari. He has plenty to say about the Cougars, what he thinks of the first nine games, and what he expects from Yoli Childs tonight in Salt Lake City. He knows what it's like to win in Salt Lake City, by the way. So we'll dive into the emotion of that. Hey,
1: everyone's going to know on the BYU team. It's going to know what it's like to win in Salt Lake City tonight. Head Jason's calling a shot. Jim Fredette and Yoli Childs
0: both have iconic moments in the rivalry showdown, but which is the most iconic? And I know you know which moments I'm talking about. Plus, buy, sell, or hold Yoli Childs as the leading scorer tonight in Salt Lake City and Jason Shepard's incredible and-one picks. Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Yes, it's game night. BYU at Utah. First game back for Yoli Childs. This is a guy that averaged 21 points and 10 rebounds a game last year. Top 50 player in the country. And BYU gets him back on a mission to try and win three straight against the Utes. And if you ask Coach Pope when it comes to these type of rivalry games, it's like an early Christmas.
3: These rivalry games, are the, they're the best thing in the way. They're just the best thing. Um, you know... Everyone is on edge, and intense, and if you lose the game, you hear about it for the year, and it's
0: just miserable. And if you win the game, it's you know you own the deal, and and, um, and it's just it's awesome. It is every bit uh, uh, you know it, it might be um, the most fiercely competitive game of the playoffs season. Another opportunity for BYU to bolster the NCAA tournament resume. At worst, you would think this will be a quad two win based on where Utah will finish once their strength of schedule goes up in Pac-12 play. Hey, you, you beat a team like this on the road, quality, quality win on the resume. Pre-game, 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific on BYU Radio. Tip-off at 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific.
1: College basketball insider Andy Katz has BYU as a 12 seed. Choo-choo. Playing in the first four in his latest NCAA tournament bracket projection. Katz predicts BYU will face Richmond. The Cougars' last NCAA appearance was back in 2015. They're long overdue. Congratulations
0: to Erica Burke-Jarvis and Clayton Young who received the BYU Track and Field 2019 Curtis Pugsley Athlete of the Year Awards as presented by Jason Shepard and as decided by the coaches. Burke-Jarvis set BYU records in the 3,000-meter, 5,000-meter, 3,000-meter steeplechase and mile events. She's a first-team All-American in three events. Clayton Young, not to be outdone, won the 10,000 meters at the NCAA Outdoor Championships, and he's a
1: first-team All-American in four events. Elijah Bryant had four points, eight rebounds, and an assist in a Maccabi Tel Aviv 89-62 win over Ironi Naharia. Did I say that right? Naharia? Naharia. Naharia. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> Bryant is averaging. We should just start spelling these out phonetically. It would help everyone. We
0: need to get our Israeli basketball specialists on the line to uh, work
1: on some of these pronunciation yes. debacles. Bryant right now averaging 10 points per game, five rebounds in league play this season. All rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it,
2: and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation.
0: Enough talk. Let the man play already. <laughs> Free Yoli is in full effect as BYU visits Utah tonight. First and only game this season between the Mighty Utes out of the Mighty Pac-12, Jason, and oh, were BYU they in the Pac-12? out of the lowly West Coast Conference. What are your expectations for one of the top 50 college basketball players in the country, Yoli Childs, in his return tonight?
1: This is one thing I can I'm, – I'm guaranteeing this. Okay. This is what I expect. He will be booed mercilessly. <laughs> he will be booed so much. Why? What has he done to Utah? Oh, just dunk all just, over them? Just dominate them, okay. actually. Right. Uh, look, I expect him to play well, but – I think it's it would be natural to have a few kinks to work out. Let's not forget, this is his first game of the season. There's going to be a feeling out process to see where everyone fits. And he brings a dynamic that this team has not had over the past couple of weeks. So, I mean, there's gonna, it's going to take a little bit of time to work through that. With all that said, we all know how good Yoli is, and it's not going to take him long to find his groove. Let's not forget, he had to sit and watch for a month. He has been preparing for this moment. And I talked to him. He's my my pregame interview on radio tonight for pregame. And I asked him, I said, how much have you thought about this moment? He says, every day. Wow. I have thought about this moment every single day. So whatever rust or kinks he needs to work through before his first game, I think he figures it out and plays well. Well tonight. If you're wanting a specific stat line, I'm gonna go conservative here. Okay. I'll say 15 and 6. 15 and 6 is conservative is conservative. It's nice to have Yoli yes, back. Absolutely. Isn't it? Welcome back,
0: Yoli. I expect an immediate impact on the emotion of the team. Yoli Childs is a natural leader. He will bring some emotion to the floor. It's a rivalry game already, so already the emotions are kind of bubbling. Yoli's gonna take it up another notch for BYU. They're going to be really, really, really amped that he is back on the floor. I cannot wait to watch this game. Guys will rally around Yoli. They'll probably pass him the ball too much, Jason. (laughs) You know, Yoli's going to be like, no, you shoot it. You're wide open. Shoot the ball. You don't have to pass it to me. I got three guys on me. The way way this team's been shooting, shoot the ball. Yes. Yes. That said, I expect him to make a big difference passing out of the post, Jason. He will attract attention. He will have some teammates that are more open than usual. BYU has not been shy to make the extra pass this year. With Yoli Childs on the floor, this creates spacing problems for defenses that BYU has not yet had the advantage of uh, taking care of. So Yoli Childs will make an impact passing the ball, attracting defensive attention. And he mentioned it yesterday in Studio B, the phrase vertical spacing. BYU now has Vertical spacing. They have a lob guy. His name is Yoli Childs. They have not had that because Gavin Baxter's out for the season, and of course Yoli missed the nine games. Vertical spacing will also play an impact in tonight's game. He will make an impact there.
1: Yeah, I, I'm excited to see how quickly he starts to feel comfortable. We know we know how good of a basketball player he is. But I mean you just you just look at what Everybody in, in the first game, obviously taking Yoli out of the equation. Everybody in that very first game of the regular season this year, it took, it took a little bit. This, this, that's Yoli tonight. That, that's what Yoli's going to be experiencing. He's going to be experiencing the same thing that his teammates experienced about a month ago. Mm-hmm. So it's going to take a little bit of time, but it's, it's one of those things where the muscle memory is going to kick in. We know how athletic he is and how dominant he can be. It, it isn't going to take long for that rust or those kinks to be worked out. You've got 15 points and six rebounds. Conservative 15 okay. and
0: six. My line? 12 to 14 points, 9 or 10 rebounds. I think he'll make an immediate impact on the boards just because BYU doesn't have much size. Like, they need him to.
1: Here's the bigger question. Will he give us all a new poster? <sighs> oh, please, yes. That would be awesome. Please. Now on to topic number two. And I don't know if you're aware of this, Spencer, but BYU football has dropped nine in a row to Utah. Have we talked about this? What is it
0: with the number nine? Nine-game suspension for Yoli, nine-game
1: losing streak to Utah? That's Ugh. Ooh, that is something I never. I never put that together. That's right. kind of eerie. Here's, however, though with a victory tonight in Salt Lake City, BYU basketball will have beaten Utah 13 times in a row. Not to mention having won, or excuse me, three. Okay. Not to mention having won 13 out of the last 17. So, would a three-game win streak versus Utah hoops be any consolation to losing <laughs> nine in a row in football? If it were a 13-game win streak, then then, then
0: maybe. But well, you then can't we're, win 13 in a row right. until you win three <laughs> in a row. That's right. That is correct. <laughs> uh, three in a row? Not really. But it helps a little, right? It's kind of like this. It's Neosporin <laughs> for a cut that needs nine stitches. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, just dab <laughs> a little Neosporin on that. It'll be okay. band it up. It'll feel Put better tomorrow Put some duct tape morning. on it. Oh, Niels Bourne is for minor scrapes and bruises, not major cuts that require nine stitches. So, I mean, it, it helps a little. Now, if BYU loses tonight, Jason, having lost nine games in a row in football and Utah football doing what they're doing right now for a BYU fan, it's just extra salt in a gaping wound,
1: right? Look. No more salt, please. No. The last thing anybody wants to hear as this game is winding down is for Utah to be chanting just like football. Oh,
0: That is yeah. the last
1: thing anybody needs to hear tonight. That's why BYU is just going to go take care of business. Okay. Yeah. No more salt, please. Yes. Neosporin <laughs> for my cut that needs nine stitches. Look, the black and white answer, yes or no answer, is no. It does. It's not a consolation prize for losing nine in a row. I, I don't know what accomplishment, honestly, could lessen the blow of losing nine in a row in football. That pain is so great that only snapping that streak is going to end the misery. However, I will say that having the success in basketball does make me feel a little bit better, like like what you were saying. It is great to see BYU having so much success on the hardwood, which again brings us to our stat of the day.
2: It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day.
1: Here's that number again, Spencer. BYU has won nine Nine. out of the last 12. I like this nine, though. Versus Utah. This is a positive nine. This is one we can embrace. Yes,
0: Utah fans are like, yeah, uh, how about the stat of the day is that BYU has only won two of the last five against Utah. However you want to shape it, Yeah, I know. Exactly. Yes, exactly. (laughs)
1: Look, BYU's had success against Utah. They're favored in this game tonight going to Salt Lake City. I think they're the better team. I think they're playing the better basketball. And you add all of that into the fact that, oh, and by the way, they're getting arguably their best player back. Yeah, I like BYU's chances tonight.
0: Utah has the youngest team in the country, I think. If not the youngest, the second, second youngest, youngest team yes, in the country. Yes, you're right. Okay? So I'm hoping that BYU's experience will help the Cougars in what is going to be a very hostile, loud road <laughs> environment. BYU's lost two in a row up in Salt Lake City. They're trying
1: to change that trend. But that's a little misleading. Let- With the two in a row, because at the Huntsman Center, not in Salt Lake, at the Huntsman Center. Yes, they won on a neutral court last year at Vivint Smart Home Arena. They haven't played at the Huntsman Center since 15, I believe. BYU lost in 13 13 and 15. 15. So it's been a while since BYU's played at the Huntsman Center. Okay. I'm hoping that
0: BYU's experience gives them an advantage against the youth.
1: Yes, agreed. In
0: a a close game. I think it's going to be a close game. I hope experience wins out. Do you think it's less than a touchdown?
1: Probably. These always come down to less than a touchdown, right? Yes, probably. Yes.
0: All right, topic three. You may have noticed that our friend Andy Katz, NCAA.com basketball insider, formerly of ESPN and a member of BYU Sports Nation, at least he's been on the show. (laughs) He has BYU as a 12 seed in his latest NCAA tournament bracket. In his first one of the season, for that matter, Jason,
1: buy or sell the Cougars as a 12 seed in a play-in game, according to Andy Katz. Uh, First of all, this doesn't surprise me that Andy has them in this situation because he was talking before the season even began. He loves BYU. He loves BYU. He loves Mark Pope. And he's had them in the NCAA tournament, so that doesn't surprise me that he has them where, where he has them. As of today, yeah, I buy BYU as a 12 seed. Based on the nine previous games, the way this team is playing, as of today, I do believe they are an NCAA tournament team. Now, there's still a lot that plays out. There's a lot of games to be played, and that could change. I, I know we keep bringing in football to the conversation. When BYU football started 2-1 and one, All of our expectations went through the roof, right? And if you had asked us a question about BYU football, then you're going to probably get a completely different answer than you're going to get, say, three games after that, right? Oh, of course. So you have to. What what happens? You you have to let it play out. The key for BYU basketball, though, is going to be continuing to play like this. If if they by chance go into a slump, maybe lose to some teams maybe they shouldn't, then, then that maybe changes your outlook. But as of today, with the way that they're playing, absolutely they've shown me enough to say they're an NCAA tournament team.
0: Yeah, BYU will have another loss or two like the one at Boise State, right? That, that is the equivalent of BYU losing at LMU or at Pepperdine sure. when you look at the numbers. It's frustrating. BYU had every opportunity to win that game. Didn't happen. Shots didn't fall. They did not shoot the three ball. But then they'll have wins like at Houston. And they'll go crazy against Virginia Tech. BYU's, I think, senior leadership will be the the dominant force of this team. So I think they'll have more big wins than they will have those head-scratching losses. And that hasn't been the case in this run of four straight years where BYU hasn't made the NCAA tournament. So senior leadership takes over. I'm buying it, Jason. You know I'm buying it. I put on the tourney train hat yesterday. How are they not going to take a why step have you not? Why have we
1: gone this long and that has not been placed upon your head? It was, it was yesterday. I'm, but I'm talking about today. Well, I don't need to wear it today. Well, we're talking about them being a 12 seed <laughs> in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> I don't want to wear it right now, okay? You don't want to mess up your hair, be honest. That's true. I don't want to mess up
0: my hair right now. <laughs> I do not want to mess up my hair right now. How is BYU not going to take a step forward with a top 50 player in the country? Six, <laughs> six and three. I know, seriously. Like, how are they not going
1: to get better? Is there? I, I, I can't see a scenario where BYU goes the other direction. The Cougars Adding are, Yoli Child. Yes, the Cougars are bubbly
0: and a 12-seed play-in without Yoli? Forget about it. I'm all aboard on the tourney train. Yes, BYU is in. If they continue, if they just do what we expect them to do, which is maybe beat St. Mary's once or, you know, once maybe twice if you get him in Las Vegas, even if they lose the Gonzaga twice, BYU will have ample opportunities, and they have already taken advantage of a couple of opportunities. Yes, absolutely. To bolster that resume. So Man, I'm on the tourney train for sure. Buy, buy, buy
1: for me. I don't truly believe it, though, until that hat is on. Oh, my goodness. Really? Okay. Here, do it. You know what? You know what? Let's
0: just do it again. Second oh. day in a row, okay? Okay, there we go. Now I buy it. Now I know this tourney man train, is serious. train, okay? Now I know he's Let's go, serious. go, man. All right. A question of the day with the tourney train hat on. What is a realistic expectation for Yoli Childs tonight in his return for BYU when they take on rival
2: Utah? Let's go to Voice of the Nation. This is... The Voice of the Nation on BYU Sports Nation. At DSTOT50 answers on Twitter, 45 points, 20 boards. (laughs)
0: Just kidding. At least he's being realistic. Probably a typical Yoli performance. 16 to 18 points, 8 to 12 boards, a dunk or two. I'm hoping to see that defensive player of the year that he wants to be come to play. A great help defender and rim protector would be great for this team. Hashtag BYUSN. All right. 16 to 18 points, 8 to 12 boards. That's right around my yes, I, so That's not far
1: off from what we said.
0: 14 points, 9
1: rebounds for me for, for Yoli Childs. I'm right. just excited for him to be back and see him with this team Let's tonight. Go, man. It's going to be great. I can't yes. wait for this game welcome back. Coming up, Jimmer versus Yoli. Who has the most iconic moment from the BYU-Utah hoops rivalry? Former BYU basketball sharpshooter and hoops analyst Jonathan Tavernari on what he expects
0: from Yoli Childs tonight and what it feels like to win in the Huntsman Center.
2: This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Yoli Childs is back with men's
1: basketball as they play at Utah tonight. Listen to the game on BYU Radio. I will have pregame beginning at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Yeah, try not to mess that up, okay, Jason? I'm just going to – I'm going to just do my part and get out of the way and let, <laughs> let let BYU basketball handle the rest tonight. Sounds good. Live from Studio B with your
0: day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play, I am Spencer Linton alongside the fabulous – Jason Shepard, three-time host of the Curtis Pugsley Awards for (laughs) BYU Track and Field. And uh, we now welcome in a man who knows absolutely what it feels like to win in Salt Lake City against the Utes in the Huntsman Center, Jonathan Tavernari, BYU Basketball Analyst. Welcome back to the show, JT. Appreciate
3: it, guys. Good to see you, Looking good.
1: Looking dapper.
3: Hey, I was, you know, I was corned last time about having a tie, having a suit. I mean, they were wearing ugly Christmas sweaters, so Yes. the yes. contrast was. You, you know. should have went back at them like,
1: hey, you know, I'm dressed like this. I did, yeah. and you've got the Christmas sweaters.
3: They are nice Christmas sweaters. Though. Yeah, they're not bad. So they're not bad. <laughs> Unfortunately, I just went to the bookstore. They're, they're a backwater because they're selling so much, right? So, hey, bookstore. Can't I, can I get one. Hey, right, come on. Hey, the official outfitter. Of BYU fans everywhere. BYU store. Yes. Okay, we'll yes. look
0: into that, JT. 9 games without Yoli Childs BYU goes 6 and 3 including a win at Houston. Big time wins in Maui against UCLA. Mm-hmm. Bruins aren't great but still you beat a name brand and then BYU shoots the lights out against Virginia Tech. I think that's going to be a quad one win come March when you're looking at the resume. What'd you think of the first 9 games without Yoli Childs?
3: It's interesting because we're at 6 and 3 and I think I said in the pro- I, I said in the show before that if BYU went 7 and 2 or 6 and 3 that would be that wouldn't be a bad um, stepping stone for you know, Yoli to come in. Um, but we're standing here going, gosh, they could be 8-1. I know. You know? And you made a good point in the previous segment. Um, if they're 6-3 without Yoli, imagine how good they will be when this man comes back. How does this team not get better? You know? And so um, there is a chemistry issue that, again, you're going to have to involve one of the top 50 players in the country. Right? Um, how is Jake gonna adapt to be able to run everything through Yoli now, right? I mean, TJ and Yoli, part of probably you know one of the most emblematic pictures or scenes or plays um, from the rivalry, right? The the the, the hammered down that Yoli had last year, um, but it, I think that um, you know to the <laughs> to the to the guy previous that said Yoli's gonna have 45 and 20. <laughs> that sounds realistic, <laughs> yeah, right? And so. Um, uh, hopefully, in a couple of years, when NCAA basketball <laughs> comes back to the video game, I see it. Sure, sure. Um, but I think I honestly think, by knowing Yoli and, and knowing these guys, after the first half, in the, in the second half, everything's gonna come back. Because remember, he's been practicing with the team, and you know, although he's been taking quite a many reps in the in the scouting, you know, the scouting team and the second team, um, but he's been playing with the guys. He knows the system. I mean, he came back for a reason, right? And so I, I don't think chemistry is gonna be a, a big issue. I think realistically, in the first half, his nerves are going to be in a little bit, kind of going high. Um, But I do think that he would have, you know, a double double is extremely, you know, possible. I mean, especially you know the caliber of player that Yoli is. One of the reasons that this team
1: has had so much success, especially over say the last four games, has been their ability to shoot and shoot at an extremely high level, both from the field and from the perimeter. What do you attribute? the increase in shooting for this
3: team? And is it something that you think can carry on? Well, I, there's no secret, right? You have to get in the gym and you have to get shots up in repetition, right? I mean, a lot has been said about um, the technology they're using right now, the shot tracker and so forth. But um, although you cannot replicate <clears throat> game shots in practice, um, It's just a thing about repetition, right? Muscle memory. It's, you know, it's so interesting because now with this huge building right behind us, I mean, guys can get in at any time they want, right? I mean, gone are the days that I had to go to the RB at 6 o'clock in the morning because, you know, we have gymnastics coming in at 7.30. (laughs) And so, but I think that it's repetition. Um, The interesting thing is um, the the two losses that BYU had that I – 100% 100% think there were bad losses. We're talking about San Diego State at home and at Boise. Even though the Aztecs um, are 8-0 and they just beat Creighton and Iowa? Tell me about the game. How did the game win? Wasn't BYU up the oh, whole no, game? No, you're right. BYU was up the whole game. They started, let, I forgot the brother's name, that started coming in and shooting the leather Jordan off the Shackle. ball. Jordan Shackle. Yeah, Jordan Shackle. You know, I mean, he put the Shacks on BYU, right? I mean, it, it sounded <laughs> like it. Because at the end of the game, this kid couldn't be contained. But so the way I look at it, it, it is a bad loss because you're up the whole game. You're playing at home and you're playing great. Zach had his best game of the season up to that point. And so I do consider a bad loss. And yes, they're 8-0. And, you know, it may end up being a quad, maybe a low quad one or a high quad two win. But we are not there yet. Um, but the thing is that in those games, when the ball wasn't going in from the perimeter, now they have somebody to put the ball in a post. Right, I do think that Jake needs to be idolized more on the post and less on the pick and roll. Okay, but I do think that now you're getting your, you know, your shiny new toy that you know you just get time, to time just, for Christmas, right? And so you're getting your shiny new toy that just so happens to be a double double machine, and just so happens to be one of the top players in the country. I mean, it's let's not get started. You know, just how dumbfold I am about the NCAA and this entire thing, but you know, I think that to the previous point. How BYU does not take one, two, or three steps forward now with this guy? Now, we have to be realistic. Tonight's game, it's a rivalry game, um, his first game back. And so, much like I said about Jake Tulson, we have to give him a little bit of time to kind of get acclimated to everything. However, big picture, thinking about what you guys mentioned about St. Mary's, about Gonzaga, going forward, it, how can you not take steps forward with Yoli back?
0: Utah head coach Larry Krzykowiak opted to defend Yoli largely one-on-one last year. They didn't bring the double team a lot, and he made the Utes pay. So what do you anticipate they will do tonight against Yoli? Childs? Do I get in
3: trouble by saying that I don't think he's a smart man? <laughs> I mean, I, you know, just let's not get started with the whole you know buyout and this and that. And so it's just, I just, um, I mean, you make choices. The interesting thing about this Utah team is that they're going to be good but they're not very good right now. I mean, if you look at their top three, four players, um, Timmy Allen. Uh, Who's
0: averaging 19 a game. Yep.
3: Um, Ryland, a kid from Olympus that went undefeated. He last season in high school here in Utah. Um, Boff, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Um, all these guys are very good, but they're only sophomores. A young. Right? Guy. And so I think this is a good time for BYU to go in at the Huntsman Center. It's a big rivalry game. I know Utah doesn't get a whole lot of crowds, but, you know, the the big blue comes to town and, you know, those, those people up north kind of get riled up. So I think that it's a good opportunity for BYU to go in. Um, if, if, the thing is, if you double team Yoli, there are so many shooters on this team, right? And I'm a firm believer that if you're taking open shots, you need to keep taking them. Right. And so it's uh, and I know that I also took not open shots, you know, so I, it's kind of hard for me to say that. Yeah, but
0: what is open,
3: J.T.? Yeah, well, as soon as you cross half court, I'm open. Right. And so um, but I do think that it's a very it, it's a perfect storm game for Yoli comeback come back because it's a team that it's perhaps, you know, not a Virginia Tech or a Houston, where is a very quality opponent not downgrading Utah but again they're young and i think that this Utah team maybe next next season or when all these guys are seniors they're going to be a problem to be you know yeah. uh, to be to be had and so it's um but i think that it it would be interesting to see how i'm very excited to see how yoli handled this i mean props to the young man because he has had nothing but you know, integrity and just never, never publicly said a bad word or something negative about the NCAA or the entire process, hats off to him. But to be able to handle this you know, with the class that he had, it's, you know, it's, it's something that I personally don't know if I could, I could do it.
1: So explain to people what it's like to play in these rivalry games versus Utah. And, and honestly, what, what are,
3: what's maybe your, your biggest memory of a rivalry game? Well, I remember walking in. I'm getting chills talking about it, but I remember walking in my freshman year at the Huntsman Center. Up to that point, we hadn't one there until actually Robbie Reed had the running floater. I think it was like 91 or 92 or something like 94. that. 94. 94. So it had been about 13 years since a BYU team has gone that. And you think about it, Mikelly Wesley, Terrell Lidday, Travis Hansen, Hoffa. And none of these guys could get it done, right? It's something that I 100% hold over their heads. I'm like, I did it as a freshman, all right? <laughs> and the, the the crazy thing about it is um, that year, going in there, Keeney Young was a monster. Um, they had a really good, solid team. Um, it was Ray Giacoletti's last year as a coach. But I remember just being excited, you know? And at that point in time, um, I hadn't gotten much playing time as a freshman. Um, and I just, you know, I was – Hyped! I got in. Austin Ainge, you know, fed me a couple of uh, transition backups, like you know, uh, trailers, and I knock it down. And you know, I ended up having I think 17 or 19 points that game. And and at that point in time, I'm, you remember exactly how many points. Oh, I you remember had.
0: it well. I was watching it from the baseline, man. And
3: so I and I'm going after the game. I'm all excited. You know, Coach Rose always came and jumped on me in the locker room. And I'm going around. I'm like, Pfft. playing the New Mexico at the pit. We dominated them. And I had a good game with that one as well, so I remember that. <laughs> and so and I'm like, playing against Utah, Ed, the Huntsman Center, I'm like, that's chump change, right? And so, but it is a different feeling. It is uh, the, the way, you know, in soccer, everybody calls it a derby, right? The big rivalry game, but you approach it differently. The, the, the vibe in the building is different. Um, it does not matter where the programs stand or conference or whatnot. Every time you play Utah in football and basketball, there's always a different vibe to it.
0: So, story about
3: that game. The first time I ever
0: saw the phrase, Harleen's still open, happened in that basketball game because Beck to Harleen had happened in November of 06. Uh BYU in... Early 2007 goes in there. There are like 20 BYU fans behind the BYU bench, and it's all red, and I see a kid stand up and raise his sweatshirt up, and there's a T-shirt on it that just says, Harleen's still
1: open. I was like, awesome. that's amazing! <laughs> that's amazing! And that kid was me. You know?
0: <laughs> that's
3: funny.
1: Great stuff. JT, right. we appreciate the
0: uh, insight and the analysis, man.
3: Hey, Good thanks for you. having me. Yeah, I'm a... Uh... Uh, I'm excited to listen to you on the radio. I hope you do as well as you do uh, calling soccer games. Oh, thank so, you, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> Yoli, it. To, uh, Yoli the T.J. T.J. back to Yoli. <laughs> Yoli go, 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 go. <laughs>
1: Goals, no goals this yeah. time.
3: Goal. Yeah,
1: no goals, no goals. Thanks, J.T. Thanks, J.T. Coming up, buy, sell, or hold. Yoli being the leading scorer in tonight's game. Plus, we debate
0: the most iconic moment in the BYU Utah basketball rivalry over the last decade. Is it Yoli? Or is it Jimmer? This is BYU Sports Nation.
1: Listen to BYU Sports Nation On Demand on iTunes. Tune in or Google Play and enjoy On Demand. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Jason, grab some blue goggles. Oh, always.
2: synchronized blue goggles. Go. Synchronized blue goggles. Blue goggle and alert. Blue goggle alert. Whip it. Blue goggle alert. It's time for the Cougar Around. Men's basketball.
1: I don't know what that was, but that was awesome. BYU men's basketball at Utah tonight. I don't know if you've heard. Yoli Child's back. Tonight will be his first game after the nine-game suspension. BYU's last meeting versus Utah last year. BYU won in Salt Lake City, the home of the Utah Jazz, 74-59. You can listen to the game on BYU Radio at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, with pregame coverage beginning an hour before. College basketball insider Andy Katz has
0: BYU as a 12 seed, playing in the first four in Dayton in his NCAA tournament bracket projection. Katz says BYU will face Richmond. Cooper's last NCAA appearance
1: back in 2015. They're due. Track and field. Erica Burke-Jarvis and Clayton Young received BYU Track and Field 2019 Curtis Pugsley Athlete of the Year Awards. Burke-Jarvis set BYU records in the 3,000-meter, 5,000-meter, 3,000-meter steeplechase, as well as mile events. I I know, she's so good. Clayton Young won the 10,000-meter at the NCAA Outdoor Championships. He was also first-team All-American in four events. Cougars overseas. Elijah Bryant
0: scored four points, had an assist and eight rebounds in the Maccabi Tel Aviv, 89-62 win over Ironi Naharia. Bryant averaging 10 points and five rebounds a game in league play this season. Eli and Maccabi next play, Bayern, and EuroLeague play tomorrow. Jason, there are clearly two definitive moments in recent BYU-Utah basketball rivalry history. Both iconic, but which is... The most iconic. Is it Jimmer Fredette finalizing a 32-point first half with a half-court shot against Utah in the Huntsman Center? Or is it the dunk heard round BYU Sports Nation <laughs> by Yoli Childs all over the Utes last year in a convincing BYU win?
1: What do you have? Which is the most uh, th- iconic? This is very difficult. This is like choosing between children, okay? L- I'll give you some background. Jimmer's half-court buzzer-beater shot was my ringtone for a while, okay? <laughs> I had Greg Rubel's call. I could have gone to that game. I decided to do pregame back at the station. What were you thinking? I, just, I, don't, I said, quite honestly, I don't want to have to go up to the Huntsman Center. I don't want to go there. So I didn't go. And then I missed that. But I've told this story before. The ringtone, as I mentioned, uh, it was on my phone. Uh, was at a baptism, forgot to mute my phone <laughs> and not during the actual baptism, but by during one of the talks, Greg Rubel's call of Jimmer's half court shot goes off, uh, so that, <laughs> that's how much I love Jimmer shot. I'm surprising myself. I'm going with Yoli's dunk. What? I'm going with Yoli's dunk. Really? You talk about an – that was the better play, okay? Okay. You talk about a okay. moment, though, frozen in time, that moment of the dunk. We all have <laughs> that dunk. We had it on our phones. You, we, you, me, and Jerem have a poster of it in our office. I'm going with that. I think the moment of the dunk that was captured I think is the is the bigger moment. It is the greatest still frame photo <laughs> in the history of the rivalry for sure.
0: For sure. Vote.byutv.org if you would like to sound off. Which is the most iconic moment in the BYU-Utah Hoops rivalry, Jimmer's buzzer beater back in 2011 or Yoli's dunk at Vivint Smart Home Arena one year ago in a BYU win? Vote.BYUTV.org to sound off and join the conversation. Jason, I'm going with Jimmer Fredette's half-court shot. We're talking about the greatest single half of any basketball player in any BYU basketball game ever. 47, right? He had 47 points in the game, 32 in the first yes. half. 32, and he hits nothing but the bottom of the net from half court, and then his reaction after yeah. is a lack of reaction. It's like, all right, what's next? Yeah. Let's go to the locker room. Let's talk about it. Why are we only up by nine points or whatever <laughs> it was? Like He just had like no emotion, and that added to the luster of the moment for me. 32 points, and Everybody was paying attention to Jimmer at that point, Jason.
1: You had Utah fans that were cheering that shot. Whoa. Yeah, when does that happen? Seriously.
0: There are no Utah fans
1: cheering Yoli's dunk all over the Utes. (laughs) That's for sure. Okay.
0: Jimmer for debt had stolen the nation's attention. I remember where I was. I didn't even see it live. I was driving to a high school basketball game in Palm Desert, California, and I got a call from my weekend sports anchor, Greg Lee. What's up, Greg? And he said, dude, did you just see what Jimmer Fredette did in the first half against Utah? I was like, well, I've been listening to it. He's like, no, no, no. Did you see what happened at the buzzer? It's incredible. It's going to be all over SportsCenter. He's not a BYU fan, but people were paying attention. That's why that is the most iconic moment. Because People, like as good as the dunk was, not a ton of the world saw that compared to Everybody was paying attention to what Jimmer, for that, the eventual national player of the year, was
1: doing. Look, I, there is no wrong answer to this question. You're probably And not. I shocked myself by not going with Jimmer. You know how yes. much I yes. love the Jimmer, okay? But, yeah, for for me, like that – and maybe it's recency bias. I don't know. But there was something that galvanized recently – that galvanized basketball fans, and it was the still frame of that dunk. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Oh, it's amazing. And so that, that's kind of why I went, with, I went with that in terms of the, that moment captured. Oh. And, and watching it, I mean, it is just the best. It is the best. There's a reason why it was my my uh, my phone uh, backdrop for quite a while. The and past I'm assuming by most TJ, people too. The pass by yeah. TJ was outstanding. And then you have the royal blue on the red I and know. the contrast. I know. Oh my goodness, that was awesome!
0: <laughs> We've watched it like 28 times in a row, and it, like there's no reason to ever more not watch that. Why would you watch anything but that? Holy cow! Vote.byutv.org if you would like to sound off. Which is the more iconic moment right now? Jimmer's buzzer beater leading the vote, 56% to 44%. We thought this would be close.
1: Yeah, there's like I said, this this is this is not easy to choose between the two, and you can't go wrong with either. Either, both of them is the right answer, quite frankly.
0: Now, before Jimmer, the iconic moment for me was Robbie Reed shooting like a 25-foot three-pointer in 1994 as a freshman to beat Utah in the Huntsman Center. Yeah, so to beat, I think Jimmy Soto was the opposing point guard. Robbie Reed in 1994 was the moment until Jimmer did that, and then Yoli hopped into the conversation last
1: year. What before that, Ainge, coast-to-coast? Did he go coast to coast against Utah? No, not against Utah. I'm just saying. just, oh, just in like an iconic, c- iconic moment. moment. Period? Yes, period. Like in bas- for I basketball. for basketball. help.
0: Are there any other iconic BYU Utah basketball moments? Because the three that we just talked about are the three on top of mind right now. Our question of the day: What is a realistic expectation for Yoli Childs tonight in his return for BYU? As the Cougars take on the Utes. Maybe some of you think it's another posterizing dunk. At Ryben3 says, I just want someone to put a poster, I'll put on a poster and a W. If BYU meets those expectations, I will be satisfied.
1: Yeah, people are going to be okay with whatever plays out tonight as long as it's a win.
0: Oh, yeah, who cares? only be- scores four points and Seriously. has three rebounds and BYU wins? Yes.
1: Great. They're going to be like, look at those four points were crucial. They're crucial. It's, it, was the, it was the tipping point. They're not going to care as long as it is a win. Coming up, a great night for BYU track and field coming up in my rise and Shout Out. And by seller hold
0: Yoli Childs as the leading scorer for the Cougars tonight in his first game back. This is BYU
2: Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere.
1: BYU Women's Volleyball will host the first two rounds of the NCAA Tournament this weekend, and you can watch the Cougars play on BYU TV. Friday, BYU hosts Mexico State, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. That game will air on BYU TV. Now, prior to BYU's match at 6 p.m. Eastern, that will be Illinois versus Utah, and you can watch that on the BYU TV app.
0: Now, Illinois-Utah is an interesting matchup because Illinois is a team that went to the Final Four last year, but they've been plagued by injuries, and of course... A lot of people want to see another BYU Utah matchup in the second round. <laughs> Doesn't it brackets. always boil down to that? Come on, man. Yeah, as Jason said, watch on BYU TV and the BYU TV app. It's time for Buy, Sell, or Hold. <laughs> Presented by Delta Airlines. Keep climbing. Ben Bagley, what do you have for us at number one on Buy, Sell, or Hold?
2: Well, let's start here. Spencer, Buy, Sell, or Hold. Yoli Childs as tonight's game, both teams leading score.
0: Jason, you want to go first here?
1: The leading score for both teams is that what you just said, Ben? In
0: the game, leading in score is the leading game.
1: score. Um, I will. I'm going to buy it. Why not? Why not? Really? You said he was going to have 16 points. You think 16 is going to? No, I said 15. But okay, you know what? I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling good about this. I I'm I'm going to say I buy it. Wow. I'm going to say I buy it. Look, I mean. BYU, the leading scorers are right around that in 15, 16 points anyway. Toulson leads the team in scoring. So, I mean, it, it's not, it would not be crazy. And I understand, you know, you've got you players that are averaging close to 20. But, yeah, I'll say i buy
0: it. Yeah, Timmy Allen's averaging 19 points a game for Utah. And I think Jake Toulson and TJ Haas will take away some of those shots and take advantage of Yoli Childs garnering some more attention. So I'm selling on this one. I don't think Yoli Childs is going to be the leading scorer tonight for BYU or for in the game for that matter. Number two.
2: All right, as we know, the Kobe Lee era now has officially come to an end with Yoli Childs coming back. But the question is, buy, sell, or hold. Kobe Lee playing 17 minutes tonight. He's averaging 22.4.
1: This one's interesting to me because Colby's the one that's going to be affected the most by Yoli coming back. So, I, I mean, he's averaging, just like Ben said, 22 right now. I still... I will say, I will sell that. I think it's maybe just a little bit less, like maybe 14 or 15. I think it's probably down two or three minutes.
0: Yeah, it's all dependent on if Yoli Childs gets into foul trouble. Correct. Which, in the latter part of his career, he hasn't really struggled with. So I'm selling this one as well. I don't think Colby's going to play 17 minutes. Unless Mark Pope feels like BYU needs additional size, or again, like... The foul trouble, if that comes into play, then that's where Colby will have to step in and maybe move Yoli out to play four while Colby's five. I wonder how much we'll see them on the floor together, if at any point tonight. But right now, I'm selling that. I don't think Yoli Childs gets into foul trouble. Colby Lee will not play 17 minutes tonight. Number three.
2: You're both wrong. You can't hold Colby Lee back, I'm just saying. Uh, Number three, (laughs) buy seller hold. Tonight's game being a close game, and you can define close.
1: Okay, that's what I was going to say. We need to define what close is. Uh, You could take this one.
0: Close game. I'm buying this. I think this will be a close game. It's a rivalry. It's on the road for BYU. BYU has played a ton of close games. What happened? They were close on the road at Houston, close on the road at Boise State. It, this is going to be a close game in a true road format for BYU against the youth.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm buying it. I would love for it to be a blowout. I'd love for BYU just to come in and just take care of business and pull away and but I mean it, it's a rivalry game and as you mentioned, it's on the road. BYU's favored by 2, so it's not expected Whoever you know, for BYU is expected to win, but they're not expected to win by a lot. So I would certainly expect it to be a close yeah, game. Yeah, and
0: here's my definition of close. I left that out. Three possessions. So within six or seven points. Yeah, that that's fair. Okay, six or seven points. I think that qualifies as a close game.
2: Next, number four, buy seller hold. St. Zaga being a bigger rivalry in hoops than Utah.
0: Ooh, Jason, I'm gonna take. St. Zaga as the bigger rival. I'm buying this primarily because St. Mary's is involved and there's conference context. BYU and Utah don't have conference context anymore, and it's a bigger deal with what's happening in football right now. That has kind of overshadowed pretty much everything else in the rivalry, at least between BYU and Utah. So in basketball specifically, BYU fans have a serious loathing of St. Mary's and and the conference context. There have been more moments that BYU have hated against St. Mary's, the Dell of a dagger, losing by 31 in the West Coast Conference tournament a few years back. For me, right now in basketball, the bigger
1: rivalry is St. Mary's against BYU. And yeah, you can throw in Gonzaga as well if you want. Look, I don't disagree with your rationale, but I'm, I'm selling this. You have a rival. We're talking about a bigger rival. You have one for Utah. It's Colorado. For BYU, it's Utah. That was a joke. Nobody. I got no. I got nothing from this guy. It's uh, <laughs> your second bad dad joke. I know. <laughs> no. You have a rival. It's Utah. That will always be bigger. I understand the conference implications. Then they play them once. I understand. I understand it. But we're talking about the, a rival. And too many times we look at other games and say it's a rival. You have a rival, and it's still Utah. So it doesn't, it doesn't supersede that, in my opinion.
0: Oh, man. There's so much more context with St. Mary's right I, now. I
1: agree. There's the conference implications, and you face them, you know, each Probably two times three, a year. Yeah, and maybe three and times. Sometimes three for both. So I, I, I understand. But if, we're, if with the word rival in it, you have one rival. Not Utah State, it's not Boise State, it's Utah. That's it. Next,
0: actually, no, we're done. That's buy, sell, or hold on BYU Sports Nation. I got so wrapped up in that debate I forgot what I was at, what I was doing, what I was saying.
1: How about we do this? Coming up, our and one picks and mine are great. Not great. Plus, Baby Yoda
0: and BYU Basketball combined for my rising shout outs. Are you not entertained? This is BYU Sports Nation.
2: This segment of BYU Sports Nation, presented by Delta Airlines. Keep climbing.
0: BYU Sports Nation continues live from Provo, Utah, in Studio B alongside Jason Shepard. I am Spencer Linton. A friendly reminder: you can always subscribe, rate, and review the show wherever you choose to get your podcast.
1: Yeah, the show is always on demand anytime via the BYU TV and BYU Radio apps. Let's play and one picks
2: predictions and one. On BYU Sports Nation,
0: Jerem Jordan has the lead currently, so he is going first. Even though he's not in Studio B with us, pick number one for Jerem: BYU basketball will beat Utah by three points or more. The line is two. Give me some of that and one. Yoli Childs, he says, will go for fifteen points plus. Those are Jerem Jordan's
1: picks. All right, Jason, you go second. I'll go last. Okay, here's my uh, my first pick: BYU will be booed. Oh, come on. Yoli will play tonight. Oh, Yoli will play. <laughs> yes, so I'm going to drop this mic. It won't drop. It, it's 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 connected. That's what
0: think. I get for allowing you to go second. Never again. You're going to end on a high note, though. Come on, man. All right. Pick number one for me. BYU will outshoot Utah from the three-point line. It Yoli Childs will not be BYU's leading scorer. I think he'll attract a lot of attention, and he will make a huge impact Spreading the ball around. His teammates are going to make shots tonight, specifically Jake Toulson and TJ Haas. Yoli Chaz will not be BYU's leading scorer. Those are the picks, people. We'll see what the uh, tabulated results are tomorrow. Jason, I'm not even sure how to score you.
1: Well, I can tell you how we scored. I'm two behind you. You may mock my picks. But I'm breathing down your neck.
0: You almost didn't get one of them. I know. (laughs) The uh, What was it, the buzzer beater? Yes. This game will not come down to a buzzer buzzer beater? beater. Yeah, that was the Boise State game.
1: They ended up going overtime. BYU had a chance to win the Trust game. Trust me, on a I would beer. have more than happily given <laughs> up a point for BYU to win that game in regulation. It's uh, funny. Our question
0: of the day, what is a realistic <laughs> expectation for Yoli Chas tonight in his return for BYU as the Cougars take on Utah in Salt Lake City? Let's go to our elite voice of the day presented by Sundance Mountain Resort at Raft Boy on Instagram says... I expect an in and out performance. I would hope for the best. I want a number one
1: double-double animal style. Nicely done. And, yes. and fantastic timing because lunch is, is fast approaching. Super
0: hungry and In-N-Out sounds delicious. <laughs>
1: Today's rise and shout-outs now. Jason, I'll, I'll still allow you to go first here if you'd like to. Thank okay. you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Uh, we've mentioned this a couple of times on the program, but my rise and shout-out is going to go to Erica Burke-Jarvis and Clayton Young, the winners of the two 2019 Curtis Pugsley, BYU Track and Field Athlete of the Year Awards last night. Uh, I was I was blessed to, to be able to a, be asked to, to host that event last night. Um, MC Shepherd. Yeah, I was the MC. It's a fantastic event. And, and both of the, not, not just the two winners, but uh, the, the four finalists were just, they're all deserving. It was a fantastic night. So they get my rise and shout out for winning and, and just an, an all-around great night for a fantastic uh, program here on campus. Whenever
0: I think about the word MC, I always think about DJ. So what would your DJ name be, Jason? DJ Shep. D- just DJ Shep straight up?
1: I don't know what to think on that one. Okay. You give me questions like that. I'm gonna Kay. I'm gonna spend on time on that.
0: on that. I'm gonna be DJ Spizzle Dizzle. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> and with that in mind, my rise and shout out goes to BYU basketball for tweeting out one of the better pictures I've seen in recent memory. Baby Yoda. And if you look closely at his eyeballs, you can see Yoli Childs dunking on Utah, Jason. Oh, yes. <laughs> Keep your eyes on the prize, people. Well done, BYU Basketball. And how cute is Baby Yoda?
1: Look, the, the Baby Yoda is adorable. Uh, what a gift Baby Yoda has been to all of us. <laughs> you know, once all of the, the streaming issues were worked out and everybody could enjoy the Disney+. Plus. Baby Yoda has been a gift that continues to be fantastic. Our thanks to
0: today's guest, Jonathan Tavernari, for giving us the gift of
1: his analysis. Yeah, the conversation (laughs) continues 24-7 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Use the hashtag BYUSN. For
0: Jason, I am Spencer. Shout out to Robbie Reed. See you for BYU Sports Nation tomorrow morning. Rivalry Recap Edition. Go Cougs.